Hello all, this is Blonde Hair Girl. Yesterday, I had the opportunity to go see a movie, which is something that we haven't really been able to do much of in the last year, huh? Uh, with all of these lockdowns. But anyway, I had bought tickets and my two sons, I have two sons and a daughter, I have three children. Uh, anyway, and I had taken my sons to go see this movie. And, and, <laughs> It was, it was, the movie, I'm sorry, was Wonder Woman. So we go to see the movie Wonder Woman, and I really enjoyed the last one. Uh, and so I was really excited. It had gotten kind of mixed reviews from people that I had, you know, heard that had seen the movie. They weren't, you know, they were kind of mixed. But <clears throat> there were, there were some aspects to it that I, that I just felt, um, were fairly flawed premises. <laughs> so the first thing I want to say is she is just absolutely gorgeous. The The main character, whoever, I don't know what her name is that plays a Wonder Woman, but she is absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I just, I was saying that to my, to my son and he was just like, yeah, mom, she really is pretty. I'm like, yeah, she's just absolutely a gorgeous woman. And she, she, I thought that aspect was nice and it's not too bad to watch. I think his name is Chris Pine. I could be wrong, but, and he's really good looking. So you've got these two like really amazing characters that are, that are playing the part. However, there were a couple things that I felt like the movie just, so here I am, your critic, and I'm not normally horribly critical, but I, there were some pretty gaping flaws in this movie. Uh, one of them that I felt like was that they really didn't develop the love story. They like really just took for granted that that relationship was well established and there was like, a few scenes where they're together. There's this one scene where they're together without all this turmoil going on. And I just felt like maybe they should have developed that a little bit more. <laughs> the love story aspect of it. But the part of it that I was the most taken back by was the premise that she had to sacrifice something that she really wanted for the good of humanity. And this is a, if you look at this, this is sort of an archetype, isn't it? That, that, you know, people, you know, well, like even, even God sacrificing his son for the salvation of the people. And then Jesus sacrificing his life for the salvation of the people. And, and, you know, Jesus saying there's no greater love than to sacrifice your love for your fellow humankind. And I'm not even saying this has nothing to do with that, actually. <clears throat> it really doesn't. I What my problem is with it is that I've come to some kind of understanding that our lives are actually not based on sacrifice. Our lives are not based on on sacrifice, I'm gonna say that again, that, that you can have this, but you have to give up that. 
you have to give up something to have what it is that you would like to have. And, and in some cases, there isn't even something to give up that you would have something else. <laughs> okay, so like in a silly way, I'm going to give an example of there were these boots that I really, really, really wanted. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a really diehard, avid free people. It's like my favorite brand of clothing. I absolutely love their clothing. And they had these boots and I loved them. And so I was trying to figure out exactly how I was going to get them. And I wasn't entirely sure that I necessarily wanted to work toward them in my usual manifestation process of, I want those boots and then I'm going to leave it to the universe to deliver them to me. <laughs> I decided that I was going to be a little bit more proactive. And so I, I went and I got these boots and there, it was really, there really wasn't necessarily a sacrifice. It was a, a price that I was willing to pay and now I have the boots. And frankly, I love the boots as much as I did when I saw them in the picture. I love these boots. I have not had the opportunity to wear them yet. <laughs> I'm kind of afraid to wear them because they're like this beautiful suede. And I'm like, oh God, if anybody pours something on these suede boots, I'm going to be so upset. Um, I've never had like shoes that I was that, you know, weird about. But I just love these boots. But anyway, um, so in this particular case, there was nothing that I necessarily had to give up except for money, which I guess was time. And I had a willingness to do that. But I didn't even see it in that way. I didn't even see it in the way that I had to give anything up with which to get the boots. And now I have the boots. So... So basically, the premise is in the movie that that we always have to give something up in order to have our wishes fulfilled. Basically, maybe we have to give up our belief that they won't be fulfilled in order to achieve our desires or to have our desires come to our through our uh, fruition. So there was this one point in the movie where this guy said, uh, he says, um, I would like a cup of coffee. I would absolutely love a cup of coffee. And then this guy, uh, like a coworker, walks up and hands him a cup of coffee. And I feel like this may be a little detail that is missed. Um, this kind of thing actually happens to me fairly regularly. <laughs> I know this may be a source of bragging and I don't mean to brag, but I just have to put it out there that I have these weird things happen. Like I will be thinking I would like some more coffee beans and then I go to work the next day and somebody brings in like a bunch of ra random things, including, you know, a pound of coffee beans and I picked the coffee beans um, there was another time where I had put it out to the universe that I really, I could really use a pair of headphones. I came into work and my supervisor had placed a pair of headphones on my desk. 
and so these kinds of things actually happen to me in varying degrees of seemingly time. Like sometimes it happens like the next day. Sometimes it happens within the day. Like I was, I was talking about how, how I had asked the universe for a sign having to do with strawberries, something that I absolutely could not, I could not in any way deny. Like it would be an undeniable sign that it came from the universe and I would get it within the day. And the day was just kind of going on. I was trying my best not to think about it very much. But at about 8, 8.30 in the evening, one of my best friends sent me a picture of this great big pot of strawberry jam that she was making. And, and so I have been practicing this. And after the movie, I was really inspired that Perhaps I could grow in my strength to do the bigger things if I really practice the smaller things on a more consistent basis. So I think what I'm going to start doing is every single day I'm going to put some small thing out to the universe and, and see if I can practice my way into bigger things. Kind of inch my way instead of trying to go from zero to, you know, a hundred in a in a moment so <laughs> so that was one thing that I actually gained from the movie however I was really taken back by by this okay so there was also this this premise that wanting is a bad thing that desire itself is a bad thing that it is a bad thing to desire something because in the case I know this is kind of a spoiler alert I'm ruining the movie if you have not seen it but so you may want to stop this right now <laughs> should have done the spoiler alert at the beginning but during the movie it was it was made quite obvious that well and firstly and also that a lot of people's desires are malintended like it's to it's malice it's not they're intending bad toward other people instead of, you know, good toward themselves. I, I don't know how to describe it except that they would, you know, um, and so there were, were, it would just became chaos when everybody was getting their desires. I mean, it was just utter chaos. And so there was this absolute um, message that if everybody got everything that they desired, that the world would be complete chaos. And, and, my, and my take on this is that everybody really is manifesting whether they know it or not. They are manifesting their thoughts by their thoughts and their feelings about it, by their core values. They are manifesting their life by either purposefully or by accident because they just actually don't know or they don't believe that there is this quote-unquote law of attraction that um that is at play where we where we are able to manifest that which we desire so um and so 
if everybody got what they wanted, I mean, the basic premise was if everybody got what they wanted, chaos would ensue. And so it's sort of like, be careful what you want. I mean, they actually even said that in the movie. Be very careful about what you want because you just might get it and it may not be what you want. Like there was this one guy who said, I wish she was dead and the woman dropped over dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing and it's not funny. It's really kind of awful, but, but <laughs> I'm kind of laughing, but, um, so basically the, it was that our intentions are bad, but I don't know that we ever really stop desire. And I, and I'm, and maybe I need to word this a slightly different way because I have misconstrued desire many times but it's also it's kind of a a basis of choices throughout the day we are continuously making choices constantly making choices all day long all day long we're making choices to do this to do that to do this or that this or that this or that yes no yes no yes no it is it's kind of a binary way of being, ones and zeros. And so, and so it is, we are either, and so all day long, we're actually making choices, you know, to get out of bed. Do I want coffee or tea? Do I, you know, do I want sugar in my coffee? Yes, no. I mean, all these thoughts are coming to our mind. Okay, do I get in my car? Okay, do I, you know, press the gas. Yes. I mean, and a lot of these choices we're not making cognitively. We're not making cognitively whatsoever, but we are making choices throughout the day. And I don't know that you could be aware and not ever make choices. I mean, if you're a monk over in Tibet, you are indeed making the choice to either meditate or not meditate all day long. So you're at least making one choice. <laughs> Making the choice to yet another day, just sit in meditation all day long. But that's still a choice <laughs> because you could make the choice to not meditate. Um, anyway, so I just have to throw that out just because I have fun with it all. Anyway, so, but, and so basically what I would say is that choices are actually good. We are actually brought to the earth to do this. We are brought to the, we came to the earth to make choices all day long, to, to experience. So, so if, so if we come to the earth and we, we come into awareness, okay, so there is the awareness. Okay, so we come into awareness and then we don't just sit there. We don't just sit there. We, we do stuff. We like, we, even as a baby, we like sometimes our eyes open, sometimes they don't, you know, so we sleep, we wake up, our tummies hurt, so we want to eat, we cry, please feed me. <laughs> hey, hey, over here, I'm hungry, please feed me. Wah! And so, and so we, so we come and we have these, these preferences to experience things in life. And I don't know if we're going to ever like really get away from that. I mean, we can limit it. 
Like I had heard these stories about, I think it was, um, it was, it was Barack Obama and uh, Steve Jobs. These two people like had very few things in their, in their wardrobe. They, they had like, you know, five, five, you know, suits and pants and things to wear so that they didn't have to make more choices during the day because they didn't want to waste their choosing power on what they were going to wear. Now, me, on the other hand, <laughs> I love to make choices about what I'm going to wear, like my joy. So I I love to make, I love clothes and shoes and hair accessories. So I have fun with that. So I guess I don't have too many choices to make. And that's one of the choices that I love to make. Um, and, and so we're always going to be in the choice, in the position to be making choices. That would be my premise, whether it's true or not. I don't know. This is just what I observe and experience. And so so them not being neither good nor bad necessarily like i mean you can make the choice to curse someone but the question would be if you choose to do that is it a good thing and and so basically in the movie there were people who were making choices that were really cursing people cursing other people so that they would get what they wanted. And this goes back to the whole premise of, of that the, there's a pie. There's a pie and there everybody gets a piece of the pie. And some people get most of the pie and other people get crumbs of the pie. And sometimes, you know, even when I bring this up to myself, I have to think, you know, well, there is a finite amount of money in my bank account. But there is not a finite amount of money outside of my bank account. And so, and so how to access that well. Um, and so if we have the, the premise that when I get something, I am taking something away from someone else to get it. It's, it's, it, it's a, it's actually a flawed premise. I mean, it's exemplified by people like like uh, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. I mean, the Elon Musk just, I guess, passed uh, Jeff Bezos in wealth. And he doesn't see even really seem like the kind of guy who really even cares about wealth, but it just sort of sticks to him. And I don't want to digress too far into that. Okay. So, and then, and then the other premise has to do with her having to sacrifice that which she desired for the sake of humanity and asking other people to sacrifice what they desire for the sake of humanity. And this goes back to this premises, premise that, that there has to be a sacrifice basically for the forgiveness of sins, which is what the entire Christian religion is based on. And I don't entirely think that it was indeed the teachings of Christ. 
I don't. It is my belief at this point that that was not the teachings of Christ, that that was taken by the church to control people so that they would stop sinning against God and stop putting the nail in Jesus on the cross. And then I'm going to say in this moment, what I have said in other moments, even if you believe in that, even if you believe that Jesus died for your sins, it was done once and for all, and you don't have to revisit it, you are forgiven, even in their own tenets. However, they, it seems like the church itself just continuously brings it up, this idea of sin and people living in sin and people who don't believe the way they do and just, it is a culture of judgment. Anyway, I'm going to get off of that. So what bothered me the most about the movie was that she, as, as a hero, had to give up that which she wanted most for the good of humanity. And if you think about it, a lot of, of superheroes, you know, feel like they have to give up that which they love for the good of humanity to one degree or another. But in this case, it was really blatant. And I was really disappointed by that. Why could she not have both? Did every, every wish in this movie have to be rescinded in order for the chaos to stop? But it was most concerning for me that she had to give up that which she desired more than anything else for the good of humanity. Now, if she's giving it up for the good of her own sanity... <laughs> I could kind of understand that or kind of buy into that. But my understanding of the God that I believe in, which is not the Judeo-Christian madman in the sky who is really, really angry and is going to smite you at any given moment. That is not the God that I believe in. So I would like to use the word source. Source does not require sacrifice. I'm going to say that out loud and really mean it. Source does not require sacrifice. It's like the love of God is ever giving and it doesn't have any stipulations onto it. If we are feeling separate from the love of God, it is because of us and our perception and our blocking it and not allowing it in. It has nothing to do with the giver. And so it keeps on giving. It keeps on loving. It keeps on providing light and warmth and nutrients. And it would never say, you have to sacrifice that which you want the most in order to actually do anything. Now, that is not to say that in the desire for our wishes to come into fruition, that there isn't, I don't even want to use the word sacrifice, but we do make choices 
that would go toward that that may seem like a sacrifice. Like for example, if I want to lose weight, I may not want to eat that entire bag of M&Ms. <laughs> so I have to so I have to sacrifice the momentary pleasure of eating the entire bag of M&Ms for the gain of losing a little bit of weight. So there are choices to be made. Am I going to, like this morning, get up and start writing my first novel, which I'm very excited about, um, The Adventures of Blonde-Haired Girl? <laughs> I'm so incredibly excited. Am I going to get up and do that? Or am I going to go up and get on TikTok and watch an hour of TikToks, which would be probably around 60 TikToks? <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> so we have choices to be made. And some people could call it sacrifice. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's sort of like that, that story, that romantic story. I'm not sure where it is. And I can't quote it. But about the man who his wife really, really, really likes a hair clip. So she goes, so he goes and he, he buys the hair clip and then the wife goes and sells her hair to be able to do something for him. I don't remember what it is, but now she has no hair to put this beautiful hair clip in. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. But it is sort of like that, isn't it? Sort of in love. It's like, how much did he sacrifice to buy that wedding ring for me, right? That's how much he loves me. How much is he willing to actually sacrifice? <laughs> Isn't that an interesting premise that I will have to um, noodle on and do another podcast? But I'm going to go back to the idea that, yes, we do make choices, which may seem in the moment, like when I get up and, and go to the gym and run two miles instead of staying in bed and drinking my tea and the nice warm covers, when I make that choice for my health, it may seem like a sacrifice in some ways, but it's just a choice. And it's a choice that I'm willing to make, sometimes not as willing as others, but it is a choice that I'm willing to make for my health. And so there you have it. I believe, just as Abraham Hicks would say, that we can be, do, or have anything it is that we desire. And that, that has to be even for, in some ways, the negative, the seeming negative. But I believe that most people, or many people on our planet, are, are seeking light and love. I really do believe in the goodness of humanity. And so most of us are just wanting simple, happy lives, doing what we want to do with the people that we love. That's what I think that most of us would really like is freedom. And so, so we have the choice to go in the steps of those freedom. And it's not going to require us giving up that which we desired more than anything else. <laughs> we don't have to give that up. You know, as Jesus said, ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. And so it is my belief that God is really wanting us to grant us the desires of our heart. 
So there you have it. That's my take on the movie, The Wonder Woman. And I'll be back with other ideas. I thank you for listening. And, <laughs> and that is a wrap. <laughs>